0: Hi, and welcome to the Living Room Scripture Lessons. My name is Brad Constantine, and this podcast series is going to be about the book of Genesis. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to, to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. If you're interested in a deep analysis of the book of Genesis, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy what you hear here, and if you have any questions, you can share, link, and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to the Genesis podcast. This discussion will be regarding Genesis chapter 47. Let's just get into it. Verse 1, Then Joseph came and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brethren and their flocks and their herds and all that they have are come out of the land of Canaan. And behold, they are in the land of Goshen. And he took some of his brethren, even five men, and presented them unto Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto his brethren, What is your occupation? And they said unto Pharaoh, Thy servants are shepherds, both we and also our fathers. They said, Moreover unto Pharaoh, For to sojourn in the land we are, are we come, for thy servants have no pasture for their flocks, for the famine is sore in the land of Canaan. Now therefore we pray thee, Let thy servants dwell in the land of Goshen. And Pharaoh spake unto Joseph, saying, Thy father and thy brethren are come unto thee. The land of Egypt is before thee, and the best of the land or most suitable for shepherds. Make thy father and brethren to dwell in the land of Goshen, let them dwell." And if thou knowest any man of activity among them, then make them rulers over my cattle. And Joseph brought in Jacob his father, and set him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Jacob, How old art thou? And Jacob said unto Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are an hundred and thirty years. Few and evil have the days of, my, of the years of my life been, and have not attained unto the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. In comparison with Abraham, who lived 175 years, and Isaac, who lived to be 180, Jacob's 130 years to this point could be described as smaller or fewer. The word which is translated as evil actually means sorrowful or full of toil and trouble. Remembering Jacob's flight to Haran to escape Esau's wrath, his years of labor for Laban, his wives and their contentions, his pilgrimage in the land of Canaan, the death of Rachel, and his years of sorrowing for the loss of Joseph contributes to a better understanding of why he would say his days were full of trouble and toil. That was out of the Institute Manual. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from before Pharaoh. And Joseph placed his father and his brethren and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramses, as Pharaoh had commanded. And Joseph nourished his father and his brethren and all his father's household with bread according to their families. And there was no bread in all the land, for the famine was very sore, so that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the corn which they bought. And Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. And when money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came unto Joseph and said, Give us bread, for why should we die in thy presence? For the money faileth. And Joseph said, Give your cattle, and I will give you for your cattle if money fail. And they brought their cattle unto Joseph, and Joseph gave them bread in exchange for horses, and for the flocks, and for the cattle of the herds, and for the asses. And he fed them with bread for all their cattle for that year. When that year was ended, they came unto him the second year, and said unto him, We will not hide it from my Lord, how that our money is spent. My Lord also hath our herds of cattle. There is not aught left in the sight of my Lord, but our bodies and our lands." Wherefore shall we die before thine eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land for bread, and we and our land will be be servants unto Pharaoh, and give us seed that we may live and not die, that the land be not desolate. And Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, for the Egyptians sold every man his field, because the famine prevailed over them. So the land became Pharaoh's. And as for the people, he removed them to cities from one end of the borders of Egypt, even to the other end thereof. Now in the Samaritan and Septuagint, he made them slaves or serfs. Only the land of the priests bought he not. For the priests had a portion assigned them of Pharaoh, and did eat their portion which Pharaoh gave them. Wherefore, they sold not their lands. Then, the, then Joseph said unto the people, Behold, I have bought you this day, and your land for Pharaoh. Lo, here is seed for you, and ye shall sow the land. And it shall come to pass in the increase, or at the harvests, that you shall give the fifth part unto Pharaoh, and four parts shall be your own, for seed of the field, and for your food, and for them of your households, and for food for your little ones. And they said, Thou hast saved our lives. Let us find grace in the sight of my Lord, and we will be Pharaoh's servants. And Joseph made it a law over the land of Egypt unto this day, that Pharaoh should have the fifth part, except the land of the priests only, which became not Pharaoh's. And Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt in the country of Goshen, and they had possessions therein, and grew and multiplied exceedingly. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt seventeen years, so the whole age of Jacob was a hundred and forty-seven years. And the time drew nigh that Israel must die. And he called his son Joseph, and said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy side, put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and deal kindly and truly with me. Bury me not, I pray thee, in Egypt." Now the putting of the hand under the thigh may be similar to the other uh, scripture that we have where uh, the servant, uh, it mentions that the servant put uh, his hand under the thigh of Abraham. That was probably uh, that they just shook hands, uh, that they made a covenant with each other. Uh, But I will lie with my fathers and thou shalt carry me out of Egypt and bury me in in their burying place. And And he said, I will do as thou hast said. And he said, Swear unto me, and he swear unto him. And Israel bowed himself upon his beds, upon the bed's head, or at the head of the bed. So at the end of the lesson, I want to add a couple things about Joseph being a type of Christ. We know that a lot of the prophets, anciently, were similar in their missions or in their behaviors to Jesus Christ. And I want to just talk about here a few things that, that show the similarities between Joseph, who was sold into Egypt, and Jesus. So here's a few. Joseph was the favored son of his father, so was Jesus. Joseph was rejected by his brothers, the Israelites, as was Jesus. Joseph was sold by his brothers into the hands of the Gentiles, just as Jesus was. Judah, the head of the tribe of Judah, proposed the sale of Joseph. Certain leaders of the Jews in Jesus' day turned Jesus over to the Romans. Judas, the Greek spelling of Judah, was the one who actually sold Jesus. Joseph was sold for 20 pieces of silver, the price of a slave his age. Christ was sold for 30 pieces of silver, the price of a slave his age. In their very attempt to destroy Joseph, his brothers actually set up the conditions that would bring about their eventual temporal salvation. That is, Joseph, by virtue of being sold, would become their deliverer. Jesus, by his being given into the hands of the Gentiles, was crucified and completed the atoning sacrifice, becoming the deliverer for for all mankind. Joseph began his mission of preparing salvation for Israel at age 30, just as Jesus began his ministry of preparing salvation for the world at age 30. When Joseph was finally raised to his exalted position in Egypt, all bowed the knee to him. All will eventually bow the knee to Jesus. Joseph provided bread for Israel and saved them from death, all without cost. Jesus, the bread of life, did the same for all men. I bear testimony to the truth of these things and that Joseph is a wonderful example to us, being one of our forebears, one of our ancestors. And what a great example to follow in Joseph. I bear this testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.